will not run out. And the butt of oil will not become, become empty. Before God sends rains on the learned and end this drought. I do not know which drought you are in right now. But the word of God came to me and said, I should tell you. The jar of oil will not run dry. Neither will the bottle of oil be finished. On thee the Lord sends rain into your land. This drought you are going through is already over. Because the Lord has already sent rain into your land. In the name of Jesus, the Lord has already sent rain into your land. In the name of Jesus, regardless of what the enemy is showing you, it's just for you to be discouraged. For you not to celebrate your victory. But I bring good news to you this morning that the Lord God Almighty has already announced your victory. God has already declared you are victorious. In the name of Jesus, there is no way that can weigh you down. No situation can overcome you because you have victory on your side. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to wake up every morning according to the word of God and rejoice. In spite of whatsoever it is that you are looking at. You know, when the children of Israel were at the Red Sea, Moses cried unto God and said, God, what shall we do? And God said, why are you calling unto me? He said, tell the people to move forward. The Red Sea has not parted. But God said, tell the people to move forward. Tell them to move forward. And as they took the first step, the rest he parted. I tell you today, according to the prophecy of the Lord, I declare in the name of Jesus, move forward. Wherever you are today, I declare you move forward. You move forward in the name of Jesus. Take the first step and move forward according to the word of God. In the name of Jesus, every chain is broken. Every fetter is broken. Every rest is parted. You move forward. In the name of Jesus, he said, lift up your head, O ye gate. Be ye lifted up, O ye everlasting God. That the King of glory might come in. I declare you are moving forward. Then every obstacle is removed. Every high mountain is made low. Every valley is filled. In the name of Jesus. Move forward. Say as the Lord. Tell the children of Israel to move forward. I don't know what has been keeping you, but I declare to you today you are moving forward. In the name of Jesus. The power of the Lord is upon you to move forward. In the name of Jesus. Nothing else will be able to withstand you from moving forward. Every obstruction and every obstacle is removed. Now it's your turn to move forward. You have to take this step. In the name of Jesus, you have to take that step. Regardless of the right sea you're looking at. Because God said move forward. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Maso poria shatala la kamini sindali kumuria.
I'm going to speak briefly and I want to just, according to the politicians, I want to yield my time. Yield my time for Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. So the topic I want to talk to you today is one of the two things that God taught me maybe around 1986 when I became born again. I haven't gone to Bible study. I haven't done anything. Those two things live with me till now. And one of those is what I wanted to share today which is to talk to you briefly about anger. God told me anger is a foothold of the devil. And that I should never let it stay in me. And I'm going to just give you the synopsis because again, I will want the Spirit of God to lead. God wants you to celebrate. If you really want to celebrate, I'm going to yield my time for that to happen. I don't want to be in the way of God. And whatsoever it is that you came here with today, as you dance and celebrate before the King of Kings and the Almighty God, you're going to return home rejoicing with testimonies on your lips. But I want to talk to someone today about anger, the devil's foothold. And before you leave this place, if you're that individual, I'm trusting that the Lord God will help you to move forward. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 26, I'm going to spend maybe 5-10 minutes. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 26. He said, go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. And don't stay angry. Tell your neighbor, do not stay angry. You can be angry, but do not stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. When you go to bed hungry, you stay angry. What you have done is that you are giving the devil that kind of foothold because that's all it, the devil needs. The devil don't need a room and parlor or he doesn't need um, a lounge. No. If he can get a closet, it's all good. A foothold. You know what a foothold means? As long as it can't Enter and just a foot hold is enough. 
But God said, do not give the devil such a foothold in your life. And the foothold that he is talking about is anger. Do you know that the first mention of sin in the Bible was related to anger? Do you know that the first murder in the scripture was as a result of anger? Do not give the devil that kind of a foothold. In your life, I'm praying today that the power of the Spirit of God will liberate his people in the name of Jesus. In the Garden of Eden, the devil capitalized on the desire of man. And the object or the snare was what we call the forbidden fruit. That led to the fall. <laughs> but in Genesis chapter 4, there was another forbidden fruit that was not popular and is not known. It is anger, it is a forbidden fruit. Do not give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. <laughs> Christians today, believers, brothers and sisters, we have no idea the power of anger. It is a foothold that the devil needs to destroy any family, to destroy any friendship, to destroy any relationship, to destroy any nation. Look around and find me one relationship that is broken that anger did not participate. Look around. Find me any nation warning against another nation that anger is not chief architect. Anger has nothing to give but to kill. That's why it is the weapon of the devil. It's a foothold that he needs. Because the thief cometh to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Everywhere you see anger, there is death waiting to happen. And that's why God will not want us to say angry. Because an angry man or an angry woman is a potential murderer waiting to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anger, the foothold of the devil. Do you know the love of God has been shared abroad in our heart? The 
the only thing, one thing, that if we take care of it, that we allow us to manifest the love of God to fullness is anger. Why do you think we are unable to love as God wants us to love? It is just offense. You step on my toe, I step on your toe, and what happened? Anger will creep in. And rather than love, you have a potential murderer waiting to happen. Hallelujah. I'll give you a few scriptures and we will pray. James chapter 1, verse 19. I want you to take these scriptures down. I'm not going to have the time because I want to yield my time as I promised. James chapter 1, verse 19. Post this at all the intersection. Dear friends, lead with your ears, follow up with your tongue, and let anger struggle along in the rear. Watch this. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human hunger. God's righteousness does not grow from human anger. So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. Anger is synonymous to a cancer. It is a cancerous evil. It is not very easy to treat. It is not very easy to remove like a cancer. I'm telling you, preachers that do not heed the instruction of God, anger is waiting to pounce. When you go back to Genesis, let's read that quickly. Genesis chapter 4. Can you give me Genesis chapter 4? Maybe we'll read verse, you know the story. Well, let's read from verse 1. Genesis chapter 4. Adam slept with, his wife, with Eve, his wife. She conceived and had Cain. She said, I have gotten a man with God's help. Watch it. A man that was born through God's help. I mean, it couldn't get better than that. Now, I want you, because before you say, oh, I don't have anger, I don't have anger. Oh, it's just the, say, it's just the way I am. It's just the way. A man that was born by the help of God. Through the help of God. Verse 2. Then she had another baby, Abel. Abel was a handman and Cain a farmer. Let's go. Time passed again. I mean, Cain brought an offering to God. Of course. No Bible study. Nothing. Why? Because he was a man brought forth by the help of God. Why will he struggle to bring offering to God? 
was natural. He brought offering. And Cain brought an offering to God from the produce of his farm. Verse 4. Abel also brought an offering, but from the frostborn animals of his heart. Choice cut of meat. God liked Abel and his offering. Yes, but Cain and his offering didn't get his approval. Cain lost his temper and went into a sock. Why? Desire for approval. He did not get God's approval. All right? God spoke to Cain. This is a man that hears directly from God. Not through an interpreter. Not through a preacher. Direct conversation. Now I want you to hear directly from God this morning. Why this tantrum? When anger escalates to tantrum, it is the highest level. Why this sucking? If you do well, won't you be accepted? And if you don't do well, sin. The first mention of sin in the scripture. Sin is lying in wait for you. Ready to pounce. It is out to get you. You've got to master it. Tell your friend or your neighbor, you've got to master it. That was the instruction of God to Cain. It's still the instruction of God to every man and every woman today. The issue of anger You've got to master it. It is a foothold for the devil. And when the devil have that foothold, he's coming to get you. That's what the scripture says. Sin is at the door. Once there's the foothold of anger. And it is out to get you. All Cain needed to do was to listen to this advice. That's it. At this point, God saw it, saw anger far away, and knew what anger could do. It is a foothold for the devil. And he warned Cain to master it. And he's warning every man and every woman today under my voice. That anger is the foothold the devil needs to bring you into the greatest of the greatest of all sin. The sin of murder. Not that sins has category, but it's the first in the scripture. Murder. And guess what? This is happening in the first family on earth. The first family God created on earth is where this is happening. And like I said, this is happening through a man who was born by the help of God. So do not think that you are a pastor, you are a preacher, pastoral dexterity, or whatsoever it is, circumference, bishop, archbishop, semicircle bishop, whatever your title is, I want to tell you, 
that the same instruction God gave to Cain is coming to you from God. You must master it. You must master it. Matthew chapter 5. And I'm going to round up with this. Matthew chapter 5. This is coming from Jesus. Matthew chapter 5 verse 21. You are familiar with the command to the ancients. Do not murder. I am telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or a sister is guilty of murder. Because, again, anger has one objective. The objective is murder. Why? Because it's a foothold in the hand of the devil. Anger kills every relationship where it is allowed. Because when you hear murderer, or murder, you might be thinking maybe you, I'm not going to take a gun to shoot. Okay, well, can did the physical, but it applies to the spiritual. When a man is angry, that anger is a foothold to kill every relationship in his or her life. Every relationship. Let me tell you, there is no way you can accommodate anger and think that I can control anger towards this direction, but not towards this direction. Oh, well, if I'm only angry with people that messed up, not everybody. Once you allow it, it is a foothold. It's like someone say, I, I can, well, you know what? I'll just take one pap when it comes to ganja. I don't do more than that. And when it comes to alcohol, all I do is I just, you know, just one sip. I don't take what? Well, anger is not like that. It's a foothold, and that's all the devil needs. And once you allow that foothold, you have no control anymore on what the devil can do or what he cannot do. On who the anger can be directed towards or who it cannot. It's a function of time. You might be enjoying it when the anger is towards some side that you think, well, yeah, I don't like them anyway. But when the radar will change to the area like this man of God, directly to his own brother, anger made him slaughter his own brother. So if your wife is angry, if there's anything like seven-day fasting and seven-day prayer, you better start praying. If your husband is given to anger and there's a foot of anger, there's fire on the mountain. You need to start talking to God. The reason is because it is a foothold. And when that, once that foothold is there, there is no stopping Satan. That's what God is saying. And that's why I want you and I to talk to God and pray to God about this. You see, normally, my lesson note is always maybe two or three. This is eight. 
pages. Because I can't, I just couldn't stop writing. But I don't have the time today. It's going to be another story for another day. What I want you to hear today is to hear directly from God. God spoke to Cain. This anger in you, he has only one purpose. It is out to get you. You must master it. And pages upon pages, our Lord Jesus Christ came and he told us the same thing. If a man is angry with a brother or a sister, he is already in trouble. You are already in trouble. This is coming from Jesus. So I do not know who we believe or who is our master. You see, when we hear directly from God, we hear from Jesus. I don't think we need any more sermon to know that anger is a no-go area. And do you see how we romance anger in the church of Christ today? I don't have time to tell you about Simeon and Levi. Two sons of Jacob. Jacob said, cause be their anger. And anger will always have a legitimate reason why you should accept him in your life. You will hardly see any man who is angry without a cause. Anger always, surreptitiously, have a legitimate reason why you should embrace it. Dina, the only daughter of Jacob, was raped. Even though the guy repented and proposed, make all things right, abide by all the rules and the legislation and every demands, anger was waiting to pounce. Levi and Simeon, the brother of Dina, accepted everything and they said the men of that land should circumcise themselves. And at the weakest point, Three days after they were all circumcised, where every man was groaning in pain, they drew their sword, slaughter every one of them. Anger has no other job than murder. It's a matter of time. I don't have time to tell you about Moses. The meekest man on earth, according to the scriptures, did you know why Moses was, was, you know, growing up? The Bible said he saw an Egyptian and an Israelite fighting and he slaughtered the Egyptians out of anger. That anger, I wish Moses hearkened to God's voice. Did you know that anger was in Moses? All through his ministry. A great man that was ready to sacrifice his life for the children of Israel. When God said, let me, let me just wipe them out. Moses said, wipe me out instead. But anger was in his life. 
and he did not master it. He did not. If you read that scripture, um, let me give it to you so you can read it. Genesis, uh, sorry, Exodus. Let me give you, um, because I want you to read the story so that you can, uh, because uh, I don't know when, when we will get to this. Um, Exodus verse thir- um, chapter 31. I'll just read it from, read chapter 24 and chapter 31 in Exodus about the story. Long story short, there was a time God, uh, well, Moses pleaded with God to appease God's anger. After spending 40 days and 40 nights on the mounts of God, God with his fingerprint, wrote two tables of commandment and gave it to Moses to go deliver to the children of Israel. And as Moses was about to be leaving, God told Moses, these children um, of Israel are already messed up. They've created a God for themselves. God told him, let me wipe them out. Moses said, oh Lord, don't do that. Don't do that. Wipe me out instead. When Moses came down from the mountain and he saw the children of Israel already had a mortal God, the two table stone that God carved out with his own finger print, Moses broke them in anger. God told him, read it to them. Anger will not let him read. He broke it. All he needed to do once he got down there was to read what God has already written with his fingerprint. But the moment he saw what was happening, these people were worshipping, he broke the two table of stones. Anger will make you destroy the good things God has placed in your hand. Heaven and divine purpose that God uses own handwriting to craft in your heart, anger will make you destroy it in a jiffy. The destiny of people that God placed in your hand, destiny of friends, destiny of husband, destiny of wife, destiny of children that God placed in your hands, you will use your hand to destroy it if you allow anger. To take a foothold in your life. The children of Israel were rebellious. No doubt. Anger will give you reason to embrace it. Another occasion. This is when God said, I've had it all with you, Moses. Children of Israel were crying like babies for water. And God said to Moses, Go speak to the rock and bring water out of the rock for them to drink. (laughs) Anger. Anger is a foothold for the devil. You don't want it. Moses got to the children of Israel. You rebels, 
Shall we bring water from the rock for you to drink? That's the exact word he used. God said, speak to the rock. Anger said, why do you need to speak? Why not just smoke the rock? In anger, he smoked the rock. And water came out. <laughs> Let's rise on our feet. You have no idea what he did there. But let me give it to you. As he smoked the rock, God considers it a dishonor unto his name. And he told Moses, because you have dishonored me, watch it, in front of the people of Israel, you will not enter the promised land. Anger. A foothold in your life, if you allow it. Every promise of God. Every land of Canaan. Every land flowing with milk and honey. In our walk with God. Anger want to stop us from getting it. Moses, a man of God, with such an unction, did marvelous. And God said, just go into the mountain. Look, but you will not get in. You are not going in. Because of anger, you dishonor me. Brothers and sisters, Every time you display anger in the presence of other people, you dishonor God. God himself said it, not me. Every time I display anger in the presence of others, God says it is a dishonor unto me. And as a result, Moses, you are not entering the promised land. I want you to pray. You see, there is nothing God will do in order for us to settle the issue of anger. It is that he had already said from the beginning, you must master it. You can pray from now till heaven comes down and be expecting the Holy Spirit to come and, to come and tie you with a rope or handcuff you when anger is brewing. It's not going to happen. You must master it. Whatever God asks us to do, it is because he has released the grace for us to do it. You must master it. Is the solution? You must master it. You must master it. Why? Whenever you display anger, God says you dishonor me. I don't want to dishonor God. 
I don't think anyone standing here today or hearing the voice. My voice today wants to dishonor God. But every time a man or a woman display anger, God sees it as a dishonor unto his name. Husband, wife, father to children, friends, you must master it. I want you to talk to God. That God wake me up from my slumber. Awake my soul. Awake my spirit. Awake my heart. Awake me to your word and your instruction. Create an alarm in my heart to ring every time anger is knocking at my heart. Let me know and let me, Lord, hurt according to your divine instruction that I may master anger. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Say, you must master it. You must master it. If God said we must master it, he has given it to us. We must master it. We have to master it. Anger will stop a man from entering into his or her Canaan. Anger will stop a man from entering into the promises that God has for him or her. Anger is the foothold the enemy needs. It does not matter your status. He got Cain, a man that was born by the help of God. He got Moses, the man that God said is the meekest on earth. Anger got him. Anger got Simeon and Levi, children of Jacob. James and John, the disciples, the apostles, anger got them. What title do you think you have? You have only one choice. Hacking to the voice of God. You must master it. You must master it. It is an emotion that is wired into every human being. You cannot separate it from who you are, but you can master it. You cannot stop it from coming, but you can master it. You cannot stop anger from knocking, but you can master it. God gave us the power to master it. He gave us the power and the grace and the ability to master it. Just talk to God to create an alarm in your heart. To know that anger is a foothold for the devil. And you don't want to deal with it. You don't want it in any form. And you want to master it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Redeemer God. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I give you what I have used over the years. Every time anger knocks at my heart. Every time I'm furious. And my eyes are bubbling and popping out. The word of God will come to me. You must master it. And whatever is on my mind to do at that moment, I do the exact opposite. Whatsoever is on my mind at that moment, I do the exact opposite. And over the years, 
it has worked. I don't have to pray. I don't have to speak in tongue. All God does is the Holy Spirit will prick my heart, master it. And I will do the exact opposite of what I'm feeling at that moment. If I'm feeling like getting a gun, the opposite is going on my knees to pray. If I feel like punching, the opposite is offering you a drink. Do the exact opposite and you will see the wonders of God. Hallelujah. Amen.